0: and Rebecca and Caitlin. So what do you get when you get three ADHD women talking on a call? I, I, You're about to find out. <laughs> we are going to be featuring uh, a new member each month. So dependent on who's the most engaging in our Facebook group. And Caitlin, for the month of November, November. We're getting caught up, oh, guys. How is. Is. Where are we going? Um, the month of November won for us. So she won a gift card and then we are doing an interview here live in the group on our Facebook business page. And also, uh, this will also go to our podcast and YouTube channel after this.
1: Yep. So let me introduce Caitlin and then we will just jump right in and from There see where, where we go. So, Caitlin is amazing. You guys, she helps women embrace their beautiful superpower of ADHD. And she specifically helps ADHD women entrepreneurs and getting more clients by learning how to confidently and authentically market their business and build their client relationships so that they can actually create a business that they want to keep showing up for and have fun doing that. So Caitlin, is there anything else you want to add? Hello? Hello? Hello?
2: Well, that covered the business aspect. So a little bit about me personally, you know, there there are the people behind the, the brand. Um, I am a mom of two. Uh, my daughter's going to turn three this month. My son is four and a half. And I am married to my wonderfully frustrating super not ADHD husband who helps keep me on track so much and i love him um personally if i'm around a body of water i will be in it there is no keeping me out my shoes will be off it doesn't matter i did it everywhere including africa and australia and new zealand and everywhere if there was a body of water i was in it no matter how cold and i dabble in um Herbalism, it's something that I cannot wait until my hyper zones in on it again. I love holistic wellness and living naturally. I mean, I'm trying to learn how to grow my own food and herbs and teach my children how to cook from scratch. So I'm like, all about that. If I'm not working on my business, I'm either gardening or I'm baking or cooking or I'm in the corner trying to get like four solid hours of reading, which doesn't happen when your kids are four and three. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, love that. I feel like that'll help round up the picture for people. It does.
0: It, it does. It does. <laughs> so can you tell us what your background is? What are, you are a certified coach. So what are your coaching things that you do and you like to focus on? Mm. Well,
2: I am a certified confidence coach, and I have just finished my certification in REBT mindset. Uh, It's always reassuring when you're going through the course material and you're like, I know that. I know that. I know how to do that. I found that for myself. Just like, yes, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So I've got confidence and mindset in my belt, obviously, and self-care is a huge component of that. Uh, mindfulness meditation I also have certifications in those in as well I also have my master's degree in global business management so think MBA but specifically with a global focus and yeah that I mean I'm also I'm not going to talk about the like six certification courses I have open right now. So they're not done
0: yet, <laughs> but I'm
2: working on them. <laughs> in ADHD,
0: true ADHD fashion. You're learning more and learning to do more. We are mm-hmm. all, I think and I both have multiple of them at this point as well. Yes. So when you were in college going to get your master's degree, so as somebody who has their MBA as well, um, did you ever think you'd own your own business? Oh, hell yes.
1: I
2: love that. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was about that time in my life when I realized, like, I loved what I did in corporate. What I couldn't thrive under was the structure and the environment. And it was more and more leaning towards I've just got to get out of here. I've got to get out of here now. Um, and a really big catalyst in my life had happened. My grandma had passed away and I was like, that's it. I'm not waiting anymore. I've been thinking about being a coach. I've been on the edge. I'm just going to do it. And that's the same time that I had applied for my master's program. So I started my first coach certification and my master's degree at the same time. Uh, finished my coaching certificate while traveling around the world that I had started with my master's degree, finished my master's degree while I was pregnant with the second kid with the first one running underfoot.
0: That just sounds exhausting. Just, yeah, I'm not going to lie. So as somebody <laughs> who got their master's degree when my son was very young and we were homeschooling and I was running a business and, and, and. I get oh, it. Oh, and
2: working but... full-time.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> uh, so in all of the things that you do, what is the thing you're most passionate about coaching? In?
2: One of the things you're going to notice about me is I take time to reflect on what I'm about to say. I am a firm believer in the power of words and the words that we say are filled with such intention and reflection. And that is something that I like to embody in myself and in my practice when speaking as well. And I've got to say, it doesn't necessarily matter from what angle I started at when I can see the results of one of my clients gaining trust back in themselves is everything. I believe that the world is unfortunately set up in a way where a lot of us who have brain differences and different preferences to what has found its way to be normal, um, we're given a really big disservice. On top of ADHD, we also have the fact that we are women. And while I never personally felt that me being a woman held me back, the more that I learned about the beliefs that I was ingrained with as a child growing up, the more I realized, holy crap am I holding myself back. And I don't want anybody else to do that either. There's so much in the world that we can do and we can step into. We have the power to change, like to set our goals and believe in ourselves that we can do them being a woman, being ADHD or not. It is our birthright.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. I love that. I, do I love too. that you're bringing the confidence and the, it's not just the confidence, it's the understanding of ourselves back to something that is always, and and I don't think this is always true just for women even. I think boys get this a lot too. They're they're taught to question themselves. Like everything about our society Mm -hmm. teaches us to question ourselves and not have confidence. So I love, 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 love that you're- Oh,
2: confident people are harder to control.
0: Yes, <laughs>
2: yes. I'm they, uh, mm-hmm. they set out, they trailblaze, they start their own businesses.
1: Mm-hmm. And I have like several questions. I'm trying to figure out which one I want to ask you first. Um, I love that, First off, I love that you bring up the trust component because I know that's something Danielle and I have talked about a lot when Danielle was coaching me a lot was around, Becca, you get to trust yourself. Like you get to trust the process, trust the process, okay. trust this, trust the people around you, trust your support system. So I love that you bring up trust because I feel like especially as ADHD women, men, whatever, like that we've been taught that we're not reliable and we can't rely on ourselves. And that's where our, a lot of our mind fuckery comes from. And that's absolutely not true. Like if we can rely on anybody, it's that we can rely on ourselves. And I feel like uh, I'm getting goosebumps as I'm saying this, but it's almost like this whole misconception of being somebody who has ADHD it's taught us that we're lazy and that we can't rely on anything especially ourselves and that's the fucking lie mm-hmm. yes no, you can yeah
2: yeah that's um that's a big one that I had to overcome too I know I've talked with you about that and um I used to really fear responsibility <laughs> It was this nagging thing in the back of my head that I couldn't really put my finger on that was, well, yeah, of course you can achieve it. But once you achieve it, are you going to be able to keep it? No, you're going to get distracted. You're going to forget. You're not going to be able to sustain that. And it really fed into lies about what I believed my success could even look like. If we're not trusting ourselves to be able to learn more about ourselves, apply ourselves in a way where we can grow in our proficiency of skills and understanding of ourselves, then we're, oh God, whoa, how was I going to end this? Sentences with multiple points. That's why I'm always like, Danielle, remind me to come back. (laughs) I mean, I know I was talking about success and it's, um, when, we're, when we don't trust ourselves with those areas, we almost feel like we don't deserve our goals and our desires. Not achieving our goals and our desires robs us of success and fulfillment in our lives. So we just feel these big, giant, empty, gaping holes of, I know I want that, but I just don't trust myself to reach it even when we're taking the baby steps like okay I'm going to learn how to trust myself and that's a really big chasm to cross. It's possible. It is so possible. You can do it on your own or you can do it with help.
1: And what and you...
2: that's oh go ahead. Hmm? So wait, that's wait. what that's what we do, right? It's like we help people cross that chasm from You know where you want to go. You're making the decisions. You're ready to start going and your feet are stuck. It's like, I just need someone to help me get my feet started. I know I can do it.
1: So is that what you find with your clients? Is that what you have found your role is in helping them become more confident in who they are and how they're showing up in the online space and in their personal life?
2: Mm -hmm. it's very much so a a partnership so I have I have a real gift of insight of when I am talking to people and I'm hearing their ideas of being able to meld them maybe into a different pattern so that they can see oh I actually do have all the pieces here I just wasn't allowing myself to put it together so What I do is take those mindset pieces, reinforce, shift the mindset, but not only working with our view of ourselves and how we feel about ourselves. I mean, self-esteem is big. Belief in ourselves is big. But we actually have to start taking the action to prove to ourselves and to reinforce and to give, the naysayer in our brain, the proof that we can actually do this. So I am the mindset, but I'm also the applied strategy of the mindset and the confidence work into what my clients are doing.
1: I love that so much. And Danielle, remind me to come back to habit cycling, please. Um, Because I have a question around that. And Danielle, also food for thought. See, this is why, because I forget what I, I say so many things I forget. Um, I want to ask in a minute how your, like, what's your, been your biggest breakthrough with your own confidence? I think you said, I know you said a little bit about that, but like in the last year, year and a half, two years, what's been your biggest realization? So I want to come back to that. But before we go there, I know you can't see, I don't think you can see the comments on the side can you see no. the comments coming in? Okay. Well, if so- I can,
2: I'm not going
1: to risk hitting buttons.
2: I'll come I will come back to comments.
1: I want to I just want to share with you what they're saying. There's Lauren in here with us and I can't see who the other person is. It just says Vicky. Facebook user. Who is it? Vicky Burgess. Vicki Burgess. Hi, Vicki Burgess. Thanks for chiming in. So, um, first off, they're saying hello. And then Lauren said, Let's go. We'll be on stages one day. Hello, oh, yes. This is amazing. Vicky's saying yes, love this so good. Caitlin's or Lauren saying the same thing. And Lauren's saying yes, take the freaking action. So they're they're resonating with what you're saying. And I know there's other people who are watching too who probably aren't commenting. So they're loving this, and confidence is essential for us, ADHDers. Like we have to believe and trust in ourselves. And that's why Caitlin is so freaking amazing at what she does and such a, such a gift to the ADHD world and just all these things. So I'm so glad you're here.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to jump in on the habit cycling thing. Um, So Caitlin, you and I had a conversation exactly a year ago yesterday. Holy crap. (laughs) Because I made Caitlin get on and record a live with me about this about mm-hmm. habit cycling. I have taught my clients for 15 years that it's okay to not always use the same thing. And it's okay to not always do it the same way. But, but I still felt myself really guilty about the 12 planners and the 15 different kinds of notebooks and, 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 and that I was always switching between. And I was saying that Caitlin and kind of jokingly, and she's like, but that." Sweet. habit cycling is freaking amazing it's it it's what makes ADHD so awesome and I was like you just changed my world even though it's something I've taught people for years so explain habit cycling please <laughs> it's
2: um it's my first brainchild so I I really want to talk about the origins of how I conceived this it's um in my young 20s was a really rough time for me. Moved across the country. I was alone working that corporate job. I had completely zero structure. I lived by myself. It was it was a wreck. And amidst of the depression and the anxiety, like what did I have to feel good about? Well, I loved doing my hobbies. And in my head was the whole like, well, you didn't finish that blanket you started to crochet. I am not good at crocheting y'all, like it's simple, whatever. Um, you never finished that picture that you were drawing. And I just had this light bulb go off of, yeah, but it's okay because I'll just come back to it. I can just come back to it. I don't have to do it now. I can come back to it. I can come back to it when it feels good again. And so that's really the permission that I gave myself of I didn't know I was ADHD at the time but this exactly on the interest expiration dates what I I call them I'm sure a lot of people as soon as I dig into that a little bit more are going to be like oh my god I've noticed that
1: which is like I'm drop some emojis or hell yeses in the comments you guys
2: <laughs> it's like when your interest shifts to this new thing and you're all about it, I mean, it consumes you. You're on Pinterest, you're on YouTube, you're looking at the videos, it's everything. You're having a blast with it. You get to a certain point and you're like, yeah, that expired. That, that timeline expired. I knew it was only going to last three months. I knew it. I knew from the beginning it was just going to be a three month thing. Well, if you knew from the month, it was only like from the beginning that it was only going to be a three month thing. Why are you beating yourself up at three months when it's not interesting anymore? Switch to something else. And if you go in three month cycles with your ADHD interest, then prepare for it and stop beating yourself up over it.
0: My drop <laughs> Exactly. If I could do emojis right here to me, <laughs> getting that permission to do the thing I've always done. And that I taught, to- I taught people to do, mm-hmm. but getting yeah. internal permission myself to, Oh yeah. But the thing I want to add to this, and this is something Caitlin and I talked about a year ago, because I re-listened to the live yesterday. Um, was we talked about how that ADHD hyper-focus do you realize that 90% of us put those 10,000 hours into learning that new thing? So how many things are you as an ADHD person, an expert in that you aren't accepting?
2: Oh yeah, because it's not spread out and long and laborious. Like no, you actually have the motivation to learn it and you immersed yourself in it fast. Just because something came quickly to you doesn't mean that you don't deserve the credit of saying like, oh yeah, like, no, I really developed skills in that. And I really want to talk about how this applies into entrepreneurship, because we have all heard about consistency. (laughs) So there is a way, multiple ways, I'm sure, of remaining consistent in what you are doing while allowing for the flexibility and the shifting in your interest so that you can motivate yourself to continue to show up in your business by using different methods that challenge your brain in new ways and get you that fix of novelty so that you can still market, so that you can still make sales so that you can still serve your clients. Those are all pieces of business that we all have to do. You can't just take a pause on it unless you outsource it. But a lot of us aren't there yet. So use our natural given abilities to shift something. Find a different routine to do. If you were batching your content and all of a sudden batching got boring, break it up a different way. It doesn't mean you have to give it all up. It doesn't mean, oh, it worked for me for so long, but now I can't do it anymore. I must be failing, and now I can't have my business anymore because I can't sit down and do what I wanted to do because I was supposed to be doing this, and I was told I have to have it every day, but now I can't focus on it. Oh, my God, give yourself a break. <laughs>
1: I love that you're saying this. So it absolutely ties back into the, you get to trust yourself that it's okay when things start to get, I feel like um, there's two thoughts coming to mind as you say that it's like, one, you get to trust yourself when you're not, when the thing that's been working for you isn't stimulating you enough. Hello. That's why it doesn't, that's one of the reasons why it doesn't like appeal to us anymore. Right. It's not exciting anymore because we've been doing it for a certain amount of time that we lose that. Oh my gosh, this is a new, exciting thing. It's not as stimulating. So we need to add in some more stimulation. And at the same time, we also get to trust that, oh shit, I've actually been making progress. Like this is actually working for me. And that's where that sabotage pattern comes back in too. It's like, okay, well, I feel like there's like, if it's on a spectrum, it's like, are you switching things up and habit cycling right now because you're going to sabotage yourself and quit showing up? Or is it because you're on the other side of the spectrum? It's like, no, no, no. I'm so aware. And I actually know what I need right now. And I give myself permission and grace to make a shift and still be successful. Does that make sense?
2: I love that you brought up that point because that is a huge piece of what I'm going to be talking about
1: Uh, later this
2: month in my group, about two weeks ish is yes, we get the permission to switch it up when it's not working anymore, but we need the self observation skills and the ability to be honest with ourselves over well, am I just doing this habitually or am I doing it because I'm scared of something and this is actually me avoiding something? Um, There is a lot to be said for sticking with something until you build proficiency in those skills. It's also called competence, which is very close to confidence, and they are a pair, and you cannot separate them. So we need to develop our proficiency in the skills that we are working on. Yes, you can still do that with habit cycling, staying dedicated, using it appropriately. If you are switching in between because you've tried something one time and it hasn't worked, and you're shifting and you're bouncing... It's more bouncing than an intentional shift. That is an avoidance mechanism. That is not, oh, this isn't working anymore. It's like sometimes you have to put in the effort to make it work for you. Uh, We get addicted to those behaviors very easily. And our brains like that dopamine and crazy enough to say, we get dopamine out of situations where we achieve these goals that we've worked hard for, but we also get it from our our habits of avoidance and procrastination because we get to shift into something else and change our focus. And really it comes down to, are you keeping your long-term goals in mind? And are you making decisions through intentionality that line up with the values and the integrity of the person of the business owner that you are seeking to be, that you are stepping up to be, are you willing to make
1: those changes and show up differently? I love this so much. (laughs) I freaking love this conversation so much. Um, Oh my gosh. This is beautiful. I, I can't even say any other words. <laughs> well, and I
2: think well fine, I will fill the Silence. I told you that earbud was gonna fall out. Um, so this and I know how to find this pattern in people. Like you're not gonna be able to fool me on this because I was the queen of it.
1: Mmm. I love that you say that. This is so good.
2: (laughs) Like, I will fully admit, I was that person i try something for, um, I mean, and try, I mean, barely, like I thought about trying, it wasn't really trying. I was gonna start my business years and years ago, got to a certain point, stopped. I did that several times. I was gonna shift over and start a blog on health and wellness and all of that stuff got the website up never did LA like wrote two articles shifting and bouncing that and denying myself the satisfaction of moving forward out of fear it's it's a hidden fear that is holding us back oftentimes we're not aware of of showing up differently and what it'll do and it is a very real feeling to feel I don't want to say trapped but like there is a part of you if you can recognize that part of you that doesn't want to change what your life currently is it doesn't
0: mean that all of you
2: doesn't and it doesn't mean that Your higher self doesn't want you to change, but there is a part of you who is used to being where you are and it's habitual and habits are strong. And so that start of the, down the path of change, if we're not doing it for the right reasons, we're not going to make progress. So if it's, you want to start a business because that's what you think you should do, that is not enough of a motivating factor to keep you going. If you want to change, but you don't really believe in yourself, you don't trust in yourself to do it, you're like, I'm gonna show up differently, I'm gonna be dedicated to my business, but you have that doubt in your head that you're gonna be able to show up because of the lies that you've been fed about what consistency looks like and what your interest is supposed to be and how motivated you're supposed to be able to stay, You're going to set yourself up for failure because you don't believe that you can achieve it. Where I come in is all of those lies that you're telling yourself that you can't hit. Yeah, no shit. Like nobody can hit those. So we've been fed these lies about this like idealized version of consistency, which is literally, in my opinion, created and established in order to keep people burnt out the more people who are burnt out the less competition for other people not that I'm conniving or anything like that but I think also if
1: you're going into that phase of burnout that's going to directly impact how confident you are in yourself
2: of course if I mean and another branch of what I do is. So we've talked a little bit about the ADHD management and the expectations there, but shifting over to just womanhood. Oh my God. this one of my favorite topics is we are hormonally not the same person every week in our cycle. True story guys. (laughs) It is not real. So, the hormones gift us with certain strengths at different times and our brain has more focus and more clarity during a certain time. And then it's a jumbled mess of mush for some people. That is your experience. That's my experience during other times. And a lot of people think that medication fixes this because they've been told that their problem is ADHD they don't have a problem. They have a being a woman with ADHD experience. And nobody is teaching them how to navigate it. They're giving them the wrong instruction manual. They're saying, well, this is what you should be able to do. So all of these women are thinking that they're broken and something's not working for them. And they just suck instead of being Gifted with the information so that they can plan accordingly, understand it, and stop judging themselves so harshly.
1: Oh mic drop. <laughs> we just need one of those. Can you
2: tell I want to be a speaker?
0: Yes. There's <laughs> so many mic drops there. Yeah. And
2: I have no fear of public speaking, guys. guys. Like it's just no. I did not get that.
1: I, I can only just imagine what the people on the podcast are going to be thinking. If you guys who are catching the replay are loving this, again, drop us some emojis. Let us know you love this. Let us know like, let us know if you're in agreement with Caitlin and you're like, hell yes, sister. <laughs> because <laughs> I nailed it.
0: All
2: well, the people on the podcast miss my facial expressions. That's the well, sad yes, thing. There
0: is, tr- there is true. So if you're on the podcast and you want to see the spa- facial expressions go over to the YouTube channel make ADHD your bitch or our Facebook group same name you can yep. be able to really see Caitlin. Caitlin's expressions and Rebecca and I shaking her head saying yes sister yes sister yeah, yes I yes, communicate
2: yep. in facial expressions
0: <laughs> so we do need to tie this up so Caitlin please share what your offer is that's coming up at the end of this month
2: gladly so I I have a masterclass coming up in my Facebook group on January 27th. I'm about to say that Uh, my Facebook group is confidence and mindset for determined ADHD women entrepreneurs. So go ahead. um, Are you guys going to drop the link? Or do you want me to drop the link? We're going to have
0: you drop the link.
2: Me? Okay. I will drop the link in the comments of the video. Uh, Just so you guys can find it. And I'm so excited to talk about it that I'm having trouble remembering the name of it at the moment.
1: Girl, I've been there. Because that's awesome.
2: (laughs) Where is? Oh, that's right. I was going to have it up on my phone. Anyway. Oh, hold on. It's coming back to me. Confidently crush your next sale. Three things to embody now as a woman entrepreneur with ADHD so that you can. And then I forgot the ending again. Wow, that's so fun. Hey, look, I can still confidently talk about my program, even with my ADHD brain, forgetting things in the middle of a sentence, because why am I going to judge myself for something I cannot help?
0: Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> so Caitlin will drop the links below the video, both on our Facebook business page and our Facebook group. It will also oh, be yes. the podcast with all of the description and all of that with it. I hope that you hop on over to her group, join her. Caitlin is amazing, and her confidence is infectious. Uh, and I hope That's that the you- best
2: compliment ever.
0: I hope that you join her and and just get in her vibe and in her world of that confident energy, because sometimes when you don't have it yourself, you just need to borrow it from somebody else. Absolutely. Thank you for staying with us today and talking with us and sharing your passions for confidence and everything that that means for those with ADHD.
2: Thank you ladies so much for having me. I really loved it.
1: Me Mm. too. This was so fun. (laughs)